they say, you know, we have less than 10% of our stuff in stocks, bonds, mutual funds. And I was like, whoa. So, you know, real estate, private lending, other tax advantage strategies. And I think, you know, that's why, you know, your high net worth or ultra high net worth or, you know, a legacy family office. And what we're doing at Rocket Dollar is empowering folks, you know, whether you have a million, a hundred K or frankly, even 10,000 on the side, you know, to have this type of account to boost up your retirement. And, you know, possibly if you wanted to achieve what we call 21st century diversification. You're listening to Nurses on Fire, the podcast for nurses by nurses aspiring to financial independence. I'm your host, Nasima McElroy of Financially Intentional. Let's spark some flames, y'all. Welcome back to the Nurses on Fire podcast. And if this is your first time listening, thank you so, so much for tuning in. I would be eternally grateful if you took a moment to subscribe, leave a review, and share with other nurses that you know could benefit. When you post that review, please make sure you take a screenshot and send it to Nasima at financiallyintentional.com. For this week's episode, I want to give a big shout out to Vicki in the Nurses on Fire Facebook group who was able to max out two IRAs and a 457 this year while traveling the world full time and only working a quarter of her regular hours. Vicki continues to amaze me. She is an extraordinary nurse. And if you want to follow her and her journey, head over to Instagram and follow One Way Ticket Family. Okay, you guys, did you know that you can use your retirement dollars to invest in private or alternative assets? Uh-huh, that's right. You can use your retirement funds to open a self-directed IRA account with Rocket Dollar. You can use it to invest in real estate, crypto, startups, and other exciting opportunities. On this episode, I have the pleasure of chatting with Dan, the Executive Vice President of Rocket Dollar. Rocket Dollar makes it quick and easy to sign up online backed by the simple and transparent price of $15 a month, regardless of the amount of assets or the number of transactions, after a one-time setup fee of $360. Don't forget to enter the referral code NOF19 to take advantage of $100 off. So you'll maintain all the benefits of a typical retirement account. And if you're self-employed, you may qualify for the self-directed solo 401k, which offers tax deferred contributions of up to $5,600 a year. You want to learn more? Head over to Rocket Dollars Knowledge Base, schedule a call, or sign up online today. So if any of this information that we're sharing goes over your head, you guys, you're in the right place. So just a personal story. When I first started getting into improving my finances, I used to listen to Dave Ramsey on the daily. So at first I didn't understand anything that he was talking about. Then I started implementing the steps and working through the processes. And when I could quote Dave verbatim, I knew it was time to learn new things. So if you're at that point of struggle, know that things will get better. After I moved on to learn new things, that's how I discovered Choose FI and the FIRE movement. So you guys don't give up. If there are some things that you don't understand, take some notes, 
study Rocket Dollar's knowledge base, and listen to this podcast episode over if need be. Trust me, investing a little bit of time to learn these things will pay off in building your family legacy long term. So without further ado, episode 13, this nurse is leaving legacies like the Rockefellers. All right, so I would like to welcome Dan, and I'm not going to try to <laughs> dip your last name <laughs> on the Nurses on Fire podcast. So Dan is an awesome, awesome guy who likes to wear purple t-shirts <laughs> that I met at FinCon, and he has some extraordinary resources for people who are looking at some alternative ways to invest. So Dan, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, Nasima. Hi, friends. So <laughs> nice. Dan Krizanowski. And don't worry, my <laughs> wife and I, we just had our 10-year anniversary and she, she goes by Vanessa K. And <laughs> you know, I, love it. I think our poor son cringes at what his Gmail is going to. He's only three, so he doesn't have to spell too much. But yeah, I think it's about <laughs> 40 or 50 characters. So, Oh my goodness. Yes. So anyways, <laughs> that's why I type. And I guess handwriting's out of style these days. But <laughs> I'm uh, originally from the Northeast, so grew up, I guess, not to be political, but I guess my two claims to fame, I played Little League on Joe Biden's field, and then I rode through <laughs> on the flip side with Trump's son when my first year in college. So that is as much as I'll be political, head to toe, <laughs> for anybody on both sides of the aisle here. But yeah, I mean, my upbringing, it's, Nassim, is great to me because my family, it's pretty simple. I mean, I was probably a lot of middle-aged folks here, grew up in the 20th century. My dad's side, or I'd say most males in my family were in education. So teacher, coach, principal. And then my mom's side, or I say females also, nurse, social worker, self-employed sort of home health business, you name it. You know, we touch them all from the hospital to going in the house. So it really, I think, resonates. First of all, I think nurses are really the best. I'm not just saying it because I'm on here. And, and, you know, a little biased. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell my doctor friends too. I know my nurses have literally saved lives, you know, when the doctors were clueless. So I'm sure everybody knows that. I just want to reiterate that for the crowd. Yes. Nurses run the show, just so you know. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, after gra I keep the math easy. I graduated in 2000. And, you know, I'd say like many folks of our, you know, I'll call it generation, we you know, took a corporate job. I was very fortunate. I half joke if I did what I did on the debt side versus equity, I would have caused a financial crisis. <laughs> but I'd be on my island now. So, you know, I lose the pocketbook, keep my soul. And, you know, after that experience, I decided not to double down on Wall Street, get a master's at Thunderbird. So I was able to split time actually between the Bay Area, which was always a dream of mine. I lived on the Rockridge Bart played basketball in college. Yeah, I've worked in Arinda, you name it, had the best friend that lived on Union and Taylor in San Fran. So fantastic experience. But likewise, you know, Mexico met my wife and then seeing where the world was going, General Electric, still say a very reputable company, especially at that time, joined them on a bunch of sales and marketing endeavors. So I would say I, I was pretty cruising and I love your blog and your videos. And of course I have a chuckle when, you know, Tesla is included in debt. So I'll just say it, it feels like <laughs> a California stereotype, but I look out the window here in Austin, Texas, and every other thing's either a big truck or a Tesla, nothing in the middle for my poor little Honda. But, <laughs> you know, with that, though, as I said, everything, and then I had a little crystal ball where the, the world was moving. I rarely go against my gut feel, but I did move back to Connecticut, you know, of course, made it through the financial crisis, and that's more of a story over drinks kind of 
just some of the things that went through from that time. But I think as I was approaching, you know, call it the 2010s, this decade, you know, going to work nine to five, putting on khaki pants and maxing out my 401k and assuming everything's going to be all right. I had a feeling the world was not moving in that way. And I feel the past 10 years has really, really, really showed that. So, you know, high level, while keeping busy during the day, I've been in a variety of fintech and real estate tech companies. And then on the side, I basically backed my way into learning of these self-directed accounts and doing crowdfunding even before the Robs Act. So, you know, that brings me here today, you know, here in Austin, Texas. As I said, uh, great, my wife got her citizenship last month. My little guy just started school. So head to toe, life is good. Yes. Awesome. And you work for Rocket Dollar <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. And let's can you talk about what Rocket Dollar is. Absolutely. So what Rocket Dollar, you know, the one second is no taxes or more money faster. And I'm sure we'll talk a lot here on both sides of that coin. But let me just take a little step back and kind of the advent of Rocket Dollar. So as I alluded to before, I invested in bars, restaurants. I'm sure many folks here either gave a loan to a friend or invested some small dollars And then likewise, I had a buddy, I was co-best men in a wedding party with him and he flips houses and, you know, we're sitting there trying to get all pretty before the wedding. And he says, Hey, you know, do you want to throw in some money? I say, sure. And he said, you know, you can use your retirement dollars. And I was mentally, you know, my left brain was blown away. Wow, I can do this. So I started down the route of self-directed accounts and then kind of seeing, as I said, doing the equivalent of crowdfunding before crowdfunding became a platform of doing smaller dollars in bars, restaurants in such in Austin, Texas. So you know, funny enough, two years ago, myself, Henry Oshid, our CEO, who for reference is last company, Goldman Sachs, bought 18 months after they launched. So we're about 17 months now, wink, wink, Goldman Sachs. And, you know, and I think, you know, over this time, obviously, you can tell I'm not inverted and I always have something to sell. And I said, Henry, self-storage, you know, it's fabulous. And Henry's also a realtor and we look at the economics. So, you know, I'm just doing my moonlighting, which is, you know, I'd say my self-employment. Uh, raising money for self-storage facilities. And I shot Henry an email and I said, you know, if you're interested and you want, you can actually use your retirement, just fill out all this paperwork. And I think in his mind, and he met with other folks, I think kind of this big magical light bulb, not just went off, but it's a true firework show. You know, at least back to me, my little part, he said, well, you know, imagine if you can just click a button and we think, you know, it really shouldn't be that hard. These, you know, we are in the 21st century and we're used to opening accounts online. And, you know, I'd say that's kind of part of my, you know, contribution. So that got me hooked as an investor and advisor in the company before we started. And then, you know, for my marketing friends out here that heard of the terms TAM and SAM, so the total available market, which is kind of the big world, and then the serviceable, the SAM both of these numbers were astronomically large. So let me just talk on the IRA, which, you know, I say layperson's terms is your old 401k from your job in your 20s and your 30s, et cetera. With this alone, there's 10 trillion with a T that's already been rolled over, probably sits in one of the big name players in some mutual fund, but only a tiny slice, about a hundred billion of that is in use in these accounts. So for me, I said, wow, this potential is huge. And once again, this doesn't even include if we want to quote, you know, anywhere from the 25 to 80 million self-employed folks that are eligible for the solo 401k. So for me, this seemed like such a great opportunity. And it's also been a mission of mine personally, you know, of course, realizing we come from different walks of life. We're born with different assets, but at least from an education point of view that everybody at least is made aware. So, you know, that's the, I think the advent and the mission behind Rocket Dollar. So Dan, you're pretty fancy. And- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you use a lot of words that 
some nurses might not understand right away. So you guys, you'll have an opportunity to re-listen to this episode. I'll have a lot of resources in the show notes, but if anything goes over your head, make sure you reach out to me and we can discuss it further in a DM, in an Instagram or Facebook live. But these are things that I want to expose you to because I want you to know what investment opportunities are out there for you. So let's break down some scenarios that we can apply to everyday nurses and how they can use their retirement funds to invest in alternative investments. And let's use a couple of scenarios, Dan. So we already uh, talked about a nurse that has retirement funds sitting in maybe a previous employer's 401k or 403b or a previous employer's retirement account. What can they do with those funds? You'll love this answer. Basically, anything they want. Now, I'll caveat with that you or your linear family cannot benefit, but basically everything else is in play. So let me start with an analogy. I know a lot of health folks. So I assume a lot of folks on the call are at least familiar with the health savings account in HSA. So if you have one personally, think about it. You have a checkbook, a debit card. It's probably backed by some credit union in the middle of nowhere. And you know, if you're sick, you use it and that's great. Whereas the IRS makes it clear if we go out for manicure pedicures, you know, oops, we're below board and we're going to have to pay, you know, pay some penalty. Very, very similar in this space. What these self-directed accounts are, you have your money. What we offer at Rocket Dollar, it's a checkbook control. Now, this differs from a lot of the industry, but it will save you literally hours by having a checkbook control, meaning you always have access to your money. Once again, your retirement dollars, and you can invest in whatever you want with the exception. So once again, the IRS, like in the HSA, says what the exceptions are. The exceptions in the self-directed world are no life insurance. No collectibles like collectible cars, Air Jordans, etc. And the big thing is not yourself or your linear family, meaning you cannot invest in your own company or say buy a flat. You know, we'll pick on Arinda today, buy an apartment <laughs> in Arinda and, you know, have one of your kids or your parents stay there on the weekend. But everything else is in play. So, you know, with that, so a very wait, common- I'm going to stop you there, Dan, because please. So a lot of people look at, or I know I would look at using these funds for like, say my daughter was going to college and I wanted Mm to buy a house for her. I could not use these funds for her because she's my immediate family, right? Exactly. She's in your linear family. I would say one thing, oddly enough, brothers and sisters are not considered linear, but be careful you're not giving them a sweetheart deal. (laughs) And I'd say the collective chuckle, even from the regulators, is in-laws are not considered part. So, you know, probably uh, your mother-in-law is not going to give you a good deal. So (laughs) that's the... uh, (laughs) Actually, I have good good in-laws, actually. (laughs) Yes. Well, congratulations. But that means good. You can invest in their company and vice versa. So. That's great. Okay. So we can't invest. Those are the things that we can invest in. But okay, go ahead with your story. I'm sorry for this interruption. So, I mean, let's just place, let's say somebody before getting into nursing work, you know, just, just corporate here. So let's say somebody from Seattle was at Boeing before, comes down 10 years, 401k. I know the Bay Area is expensive, so I'll give kind of a real example here. So let's say, you know, she has a quarter of a million, or let's just say 200,000 round numbers here. So the right off the bat, what you can do is you could, you know, from a high level category, you can go into real estate, crypto, a friend startup, a peer-to-peer loan, a female entrepreneur. I would say cannabis is still out of touch in this space, meaning there hasn't been a federal ruling. So I would advise against it. 
at the moment. I'm sure that'll change in time. And then let's just take real estate. So, you know, very simple is you do a hard money loan to somebody, meaning that you lend money and you get paid back, let's say 10%. That's relatively simple. The second would be an equity where think of almost a mini fund or on a property and somebody says, likewise, you know, I'll either pay you a percentage or you get a piece of the house when I sell or the piece of the property. So these are true passive arm's length investments. For folks that do want to own a physical property, you can purchase a property outright. So let's go way, way, way east of the Bay Area and say there was a piece of land for 100000 The rule of thumb is that as long as you have 110% of the value, you can buy it outright. And then otherwise, let's get a little closer and just, just say, you know, we'll call it, you know, a 40 foot uh, studio in Berkeley is half a million. <laughs> you know, in our example here, you put your 200,000 down and you do a non-recourse loan. And what a non-recourse loan means if stuff hits the fan, the bank can only go after this particularly particular property, not your personal assets, not your retirement assets. So, you know, summing up on the real estate side, it's either passive or where you are owning a property. And, you know, once again, you still cannot stay in the property. You cannot be the one changing light bulbs and physically touching the property. A lot of folks do have a property manager for that, but it's a dynamic investment, especially when, if you assume, you know, previously in this example, you know, your old 401k was earning 2% in some bond fund and you're going to earn 10% in real estate and you know you know 10 is greater than 2 as far as i can tell <laughs> and you know you still cannot touch this money until you're 59 and a half without an early withdrawal penalty so as i tell folks i mean somewhat you have to think as a separate bucket from your piggy bank checking account for that reason and then just a final point just as we may shift gears what you cannot do once again you yourself are a prohibited disqualified person to your IRA to your self-directed account so you cannot commingle your personal piggy bank checking account with your retirement on the same property so just kind of one qualifier for that okay so let me just rephrase this in my simple terminology <laughs> so i can understand it okay so i have 200,000 sitting in an old 401k from a job that mm-hmm. i left i yes. want to buy a property as an investment, it cannot be an owner-occupied property, but I want to do buy and hold investing. So I want to buy a property for what, $90,000 in the Midwest somewhere. I can buy that property outright because I don't know, I'm not doing quick math right now, but you know, that's less than, mm-hmm. what is it? The 110%, right? Okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. that I have, since I had 200,000. So I buy this as an investment property. I'm not using my own money, my personal money to put anything into the property and I'm not self-managing it. I'm having a property manager manage it and that's all legit under the self. Okay, so what is this called? This is the self-directed. It could be the self-directed IRA and the acronym is SDIRA, which is kind of the Gatorade term because the SDIRA has been around since the 70s, both the traditional, and if you see the term traditional SDIRA, traditional just means pre-tax. So in our example here, I'd say 99% of folks have a traditional pre-tax, old 401k. It might be termed as a rollover IRA now that goes into a traditional SDIRA. Mm -hmm. So instead of rolling over your old your rollover IRA from an old job. So instead of rolling that 401k, I'm sorry, funds into Mm -hmm. your individual traditional IRA, you will be rolling that into your self-directed IRA, correct? That's correct, yes. All right. 
that clarifies that up. And I think, you know, I have to rephrase things for my simple mind, (laughs) but maybe it'll help other people. I'm known as a debt slayer because of the $200,000 in student loans I slayed in two and a half years. I hated those loans and dealing with the loan servicers. I was head down and focused and wanted to get rid of the debt as soon as possible. Knocking out these loans and seeing a zero loan balance was one of the most liberating feelings I have ever felt. But recently I learned that by not optimizing my student loan payoff strategy, I lost money. I'm talking about big money, y'all. I could have saved $80,000 if I had a customized student loan plan by the team at Student Loan Planner. Please don't make the same mistake as me. If you have student loan debt, especially in the six figures, head over to studentloanplanner.com slash financially intentional to get your customized student loan plan today. Do you know how your retirement funds are invested? Do you know how much you're paying in fees? Chances are you're on the same boat as some of my coworkers. Some of them set up their retirement when they first got hired and never looked at it again. Some have let a computer select their investments and don't even know what they're invested in. Worst of all, some people have their retirement funds sitting in a savings account and they're not even invested in the market because they're afraid to lose money. That's hella scary, y'all. What's even scarier is that some of you listening don't even have a clue what I'm talking about. And guess what? This is super common. This has to change today. Let Bloom do the work for you. Head over to financiallyintentional.com slash Bloom and get your free retirement account analysis. They'll check and see if your retirement account is optimized for you and they'll let you know if you're paying too much in fees. That's Bloom with three O's. Bloom can also manage your retirement account on an ongoing basis so you can take the stress out of retirement planning. If you choose to work with Bloom, their fees are incredibly low, less than your Netflix subscription. You have enough to worry about. Let Bloom handle your retirement account. The hardest thing you'll have to do when it comes to your retirement is remember that Bloom is spelled with three O's. Head over to financiallyintentional.com slash bloom. Remember, spelled with three O's and get your retirement account squared away today. Let's talk about the solo 401k. What kind of nurses could benefit from that? And how does that differ from the self-directed IRA? Sure. So first of all, I'm super, super excited about the solo 401k, uh, also known as the individual 401k or EQRP. There's fancy acronyms out there, but I think it's great for nurses because, you know, a lot of folks take advantage of, you know, working outside of just say your nine to five out of your main job. Either one, it's, it's a great way to earn money. Secondly, it could just be a passion or maybe you're learning a specialty and you have to go somewhere else outside of your nine to five. Or, you know, when I think back when my father retired, he just drove, you know, before the days of Uber, you know, maybe you just want to moonlight, be away from the kids a little bit, just, you know, click on your app, drive some folks around, make a few hundred dollars here or there. So, 
uh, a la Etsy, anything else that's more considered gig economy, or, you know, once again, going back, maybe your previous career, say, if, you know, who knows what, if you're coding lawyer, et cetera, something from a past life, you're still taking advantage of those skills. So with that said, as long as you are getting paid, you can actually use that income and not only contribute, say, 6000 as you could in an IRA world, but up to 56000 in a calendar year. Right. So that's for if you guys are having, like, we have a, a lot of nurse entrepreneurs here, people who are mm-hmm. earning income separate from their employment income. <laughs> Exactly. So, you know, and a great way also is, you know, even if you do max out your 401k at work, call it your day job, you still, what's great about the solo 401k, 20% of those net earnings could be a contribution. So let's just use a simple example here and say, one of your listeners here, she works for a great hospital. They have a 401k plan and on the side, she moonlights to make a hundred thousand. Well, right here. And once again, so the 19,000 is in the bank from her day job. You know, once again, the corporate hospital, let's say, is 401k plan, completely separate. She would have a solo 401k on the side and 20% of the 100,000 gets you 20,000. And now let me share a very similar second example. But let's say the second example, you are at a hospital or maybe a small practice that does not offer us a 401k. So, you know, your day job does not, your W-2 job does not offer 401k. On the side, you make 100,000. So right off the bat, just like your W-2 buddies, you can do the 19,000. So even if you only made 20,000 in this calendar year on the side, right off the bat, in this second scenario, you can salary defer 19,000. And then based off of this equation, as I shared before, also 20% of your net earnings, you can get to the amount of 56,000 contribution and 62,000 if you're over the age of 50. So the max for the solo 401k is 56000 right? So you have so much more tax deferment potential there. It is, and it's great. And also, you know, in layman's terms, so in IRA land, and I'm sure folks have heard of a Roth IRA, the Roth IRA has to be separate from the traditional. So the pre-tax and post-tax, for legal reasons, we would have to consider these two accounts. So two unique structures, two unique fees you'd ha- have to incur. Whereas in solo 401k land, as I say, in in layperson's terms, you can even have a pre-tax checking account and a post-tax account. So I won't go too deep down that rabbit hole, but it's it's pretty sophisticated, all under the same account, you know, a single account, you know, a single fee you'd have to pay. And then a final thing that I think is the gem, particularly for folks with an entrepreneurial spirit that I'd imagine a lot of folks on the call have, you can borrow up to $50,000 from the solo 401k just as long as you pay it off uh, within five years. And so that's similar to borrowing against your 401k or 403b where you're paying yourself back, right? With interest. It is similar, yes. But, you know, especially with the corporate plan where you're at, you're probably going to have to show a hardship. Whereas here, Yes, it's the lesser of the value, half the value of the plan are 50000 And what a lot of folks do is they use, you know, some folks say, hey, I want to go on vacation. Great. Other folks use it for, you know, tuition, frankly. Other folks might say, you know, I'm going to have this side gig. I'm going to almost use it as a line of credit without going to a bank. You know, if, if things work well, great. You know, I'll get Series A, I'll go public, yada, yada. Or 
more likely I'll probably just say, you know, that was a nice shot. Let me just, you know, pay it back for my W-2 earnings over time. So it's very convenient to have that luxury at all times. And you don't have to demonstrate any kind of hardship or that you're purchasing a home like you do in your 401k or 403b. Okay. That's correct. So these are some really, really good examples. I want to drill down on some terms that we talked about. And it's funny, I'm glad you mentioned crypto because that was like one of my big questions. Can you use this to invest in crypto? Mm -hmm. I had a nurse on a few weeks ago, JC Marie, who actually started her own over-the-counter cryptocurrency cafe in Inglewood, California. And so I know a lot of people are interested in investing in crypto. And yes, you can use your retirement funds to do that. So, you know, that's a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. So thank you for mentioning that. Another thing I want to have you just explain a little bit more is hard money lending, because I know that that might be a new concept Mm -hmm. for people, but an excellent opportunity. And then I can give you some resources if that's something that you want to do with your investment. But can you explain that, Dan? Sure. So hard money loans is when you give somebody a loan. So basically, let me take a step. Most the term hard money loan is generally in the spirit of real estate. So I'll give a very real example. And this is actually how I got into the self-directed world. My buddy, he flips houses in North Carolina. So a house, let's say, costs 100000 He can either go to the bank, take out a typical mortgage, or he can go to friends and family and say, hey, folks, I'll pay you you know, 10% on your money. So he borrows the full 100000 And then let's say the money is in, in play for a full year. Say I gave him the full loan on the hundred. I would get back my principal and then 10%. So ideally on his end, he's selling the house for, you know, 120, 130, 140. So this is better and quicker and simpler, and he's not dealing with the bank. So you're now, there's different types of loans, and this can be a whole episode. But, you know, in short, I would just caveat to say you want to be a first lien. And there are other technicalities that vary by state. But I basically means, you know, once again, if stuff hits the fan, you want to make sure you're first in line for access to the property. So like anything, do your diligence, know who the person is on the other end. And, you know, if you do have cushion, meaning that, you know, let's say if you weren't as sure with somebody, I would almost suggest that they put 30,000 of their money down first and you lend, you lend for 70. And then if stuff hits a fan and they, the house has to fire yourself for 70, you at least make your money back. That said, I think there are a fair number of folks with a very you know public and multi-decade long track record out here that you could feel somewhat comfortable lending to. Yeah, I think that's a great option. If you want to learn more about hard money lending and people who do that, Bigger Pockets is an excellent resource and they have forums in there with that just specifically talk about this and they have a great podcast. So if that's something that you're interested in or just real estate in general, Bigger Pockets is an awesome resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I follow and respect a lot of the authors on there. And I don't know when we'll be publishing here, but Bigger Pockets for the first time in seven years has their conference in Nashville in early October. So, you know, check it out. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to that conference. I'm trying to attend. Can you explain also what peer-to-peer lending is? Sure. So peer-to-peer, it is friend-to-friend. And I've had tremendous success, particularly to female entrepreneurs, uh, doing peer-to-peer loans. Uh, my one friend, she uh, this I think is a great story for the community. She cured herself of type 2 diabetes from a change of diet. She's Mexican-American, of course, speaks both languages, and 
is launching, you know, a site with some of the world's top doctors to chime in about it. So, you know, I can't share more about it at the moment, but obviously, I mean, she's a peer, fully support anything she does. And so I'm just writing alone. So much like, you know, how you can do a check from your piggy bank checking account or, you know, for maybe some folks on the call, your parents gave you a loan. It's very similar. Uh, it's just coming out of, you know, in this scenario, it comes out of your retirement dollars, but just as easy, it can come out of your piggy bank checking. Yeah. So you can't access these funds right away. So don't look at it like, oh, you're making this extra money and now you have access to it. This is part of your retirement portfolio. This is for long-term investing. So look at it like that. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's a great point. You do have to look at it in two buckets. Uh, and the biggest takeaway for me, I mean, I've been very fortunate, like Unisema, to be able to travel the country, talk to great folks. And my super huge light bulb moment was sitting at one of these family office high net worth shows, or even in front of open doors, not behind closed doors. Every, they say, you know, we have less than 10% of our stuff in stocks, bonds, mutual funds. And I was like, whoa. So, you know, real estate, private lending, other tax advantage strategies. And I think, you know, that's why, you know, your high net worth or ultra high net worth or, you know, a legacy family office. And what we're doing at Rocket Dollar is empowering folks, you know, whether you have a million, a hundred K or frankly, even 10,000 on the side, you know, to have this type of account to boost up your retirement and, you know, possibly if you wanted to achieve what we call 21st century diversification. So to have maybe that one passive real estate, the one hard money loan, maybe you're in a crypto fund. And, you know, and of course you can still be in the more traditional assets also, but you really get this as I like to say a much prettier pie chart than the kind of, you know, the slow gray stock bond 60, 40 split. Yes. And can you speak to what level of investor do you have to be in order to get involved with Rocket Dollar? Yeah. So we, you do not have to be accredited. I know it's a common misconception. Uh, ultimately though, what you invest in, you know, certain entities may say a reg D or accredited only but as I said, I mean, our range goes from, you know, folks still in college to I think the gentleman was, you know, late 80s, early 90s for one of these accounts. You know, typical, it is, I'd say somebody mid-career, or, but, you know, it's a huge range. I mean, the folks that we have that come through, and I said there's a variety. Some folks will want to play around and diversify and be intent crowdfunding. Other folks just have a simple, you know, I'm investing in a friend's startup. And like my one buddy from Morton, I think he did 19 transactions last year, you know, maybe across half a million dollars. And for folks that might have some insight into the space, the benefit of the checkbook control is he's writing a check or ACH wiring money just as easy as he is from his checking account. Whereas with, and here's another term, other custodians out there with the non-checkbook control model, you would be on the phone. You probably legitimately have to find a scanner, you know, or a fax machine to even get your money from A to B. So we've completely eliminated that friction and, you know, stated a little bit differently. We talk on hard money loans. Let's just say you're the recipient of the loans and you have 10 of your friends writing you 10 checks. Well, the last thing you want to do is be on the phone for an hour, you know, just filling out. It's almost feel like you're at the DMV filling out <laughs> yeah, random paperwork here. You just want to get that check. So as we see also, you know, we, our tagline in our pretty purple t-shirts is no taxes, but I feel the back of the shirt and what's even, you know, more powerful for some is more money faster that, you know, much like if we digested this call into a quick soundbite or paragraph, which of course we can share for anybody raising money, you know, say the person in our example here that's, you know, needs the 10 hard money loans. Initially, she goes to her audience and says, hey friends, you know, did you know you can also use your retirement dollars to 
you know, invest in this deal or lend me money. And that's where the true power comes from, from a checkbook control account. I love it. So all that in saying that you don't have to be a super duper sophisticated investor, even if this is like your first access to investing, it's a pretty simple platform to use. They have great resources on their platform if you want to learn more, but you can get started investing in this through your retirement funds now without having an extraordinary level of investment knowledge. So that's why I wanted to bring Dan on because I want you to know what options are available to you. And can you do like an overview of how somebody would interface with Rocket Dollar and talk about the fee structure, like from the point, like we have this for this rollover 401k step-by-step, mm-hmm. how would that look and getting that onto Rocket Dollar's platform? And then how long would it take to start investing? And then what will it cost people? Sure. So the easy, just to connect with us, uh, rocketdollar.com slash nurses on fire. That's one way to get to our site, our product pages, our FAQ, which we'll answer in much deep detail everything. You know, in lieu of trying to spell my last name, we'll be here for 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, Dan at Rocket Dollar, D-A-N at RocketDollar.com. So, you know, those are the easiest two. You know, high level, we've made the flow very simple to sign up. It's all of five minutes. So it's your personal information credit card and upload your driver's license. And we do the credit card because we do not want to eat into your balance. You know, the last thing you'd want to do is know that you have 20,000 to roll over. And next thing you know, you see it's 19,980 and the minimum of course is, is 20. So we don't, you know, that's feedback we've heard from our audience. So the process, and then from here, congratulations, you're a rocket dollar customer. You'll e-sign a few forms that think a la HSA as we were talking before, You'll fill out, you'll e-sign one or two things. And we'll have this API probably in the next month or so where you have the checkbook portion. And then from here, you go back to your, you know, Fidelity Vanguard, fill out their transfer or rollover form. And then voila, the money is in your account to do what you want, when you want. And as we talked about before, I mean, almost the limitless opportunities. So as long as you're not self-dealing for yourself or your family. Right. So it's just like you have another checking account and Mm -hmm. you can invest in things as long as it's under those IRS regulated things. So not crypto right now. I mean, not cannabis right now, Mm -hmm. but you can basically ACH wire the money as a hard money loan or peer to peer lend, however you want to do that. But it lives under your retirement fund. So it's pretty straightforward. So yeah, I think that this is a great option and I'm excited to introduce this to my community. Anything else you want to share? So much, but we'll save that for the <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the next episode. <laughs> no, but what I would and I really uh, appreciate everybody here, and I do. As I said myself, my team, we're happy to engage. I touched on a little bit, but folks that do want to, you know, even a side gig or, or an idea, you know, as I said, you could raise money. Our marketing, it's complimentary, co-branded. If on the side you are raising, or you know somebody that, you know, whether it's for their startup or a real estate play, we have copy paste marketing. It doesn't cost, we'll call it the deal sponsor or the entrepreneur, anything at all. It's in the natural flow of their marketing. And as we see played out dozens and dozens of time over, you know, we say six figures in six minutes, you send out one email, you're probably going to get some responses. Folks sign up with rocket dollar. You get a few checks in the mail are probably actually wired ACH to be, uh, <laughs> to get us up in modern times and that's it. And so that's the other side of the coin. And, you know, finally, just as a courtesy for folks on the call, once again, 
to learn more, rocketdollar.com slash nurses on fire. My email, dan, D-A-N at rocketdollar.com. And as a huge thank you and courtesy, you can enter code N-O-F-1-9 for $50 off your account. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dan. I'll have all these links in the show notes if you're driving or can't write that down right now. <laughs> and it's just a clickable link to bring us up to modern times, but it'll all be there for you. So I appreciate you for taking your time out of your day, Dan. This is some extraordinary information. Thank you for sharing with Nurses on Fire. And I appreciate you. I had such a great time chatting with Dan during that episode. Thank you, Dan and Rocket Dollar for your commitment to making investment options that were only once available to elite investors accessible to people like us and streamlining the process so it's easy to understand and it's totally actionable. So I know that this may be the first time that some of you have heard about certain concepts we discussed in this episode. And even though they may seem hard to understand, I encourage you to give yourself some time. I heard a great analogy today. Um, Learning a new financial concept is like learning a new song. You have to listen to it over and over before you get it. So I encourage you to listen to as many podcasts, audiobooks, and stories of others in this space. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to get all the episodes when they drop. And if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, I have a list on my website at financiallyintentional.com slash podcast. My goal for this episode is to expose you to resources that gives people with smaller amount of capital, a la nurses, access to the tools that families like the Rockefellers have been using to build generational wealth aka legacies for years. The only thing that differentiates us from them is knowing that these platforms exist and knowing how to access them. Let's close the wealth gap, y'all. So do you have retirement funds at another employer? This is your call to action. Roll those funds out. Not only could you be paying unnecessary fees, but you have no control over what your funds are invested in. Roll those funds out. Rocket Dollar is a great way to put those retirement funds to work and provide you with a way to diversify your investments at the same time. At the very least, roll those funds out into your traditional IRA through using a rollover IRA. And you can use either Vanguard, M1 Finance, those are my investment platforms of choice, but you can also just roll it over wherever you have your existing accounts if you already have those set up. So a lot of calls to action today. The most important thing is if you do not understand these concepts, take a little time to research. Listen over and over. There's forums and bigger pockets and other places where you can do research, but don't just let this go in one ear and out the other. Take some kind of action to make sure that you are digesting the information that's going to help you grow and benefit your family for years to come. You've been listening to Nurses on Fire. If you want to learn more about me or my guests, check out our show notes page. 
If you found value, please support our show by supporting our sponsors and affiliates also listed in the show notes. If you like what you're hearing, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or whatever podcast app you're using to stream this show. You guys, tell all the nurses in your life to subscribe. (laughs) And if you know a nurse with a compelling money story and would like me to feature them, shoot me an email at nasima at financiallyintentional.com. All right, y'all. Much love and keep them fires blazing. Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye.